What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday show. Welcome to I See Things a little differently. I am the Slow Chemical, and you guys can follow me on Instagram at I am Slow Chemical. You guys can like, subscribe. You guys can hit the QA up on Spotify. Please continue to like the the podcast and give me feedback. I know I've got some feedback from. At first, it was alone in the dark, and then once he said he kind of like opened the floodgates up to. Hey, man, what about that new Spider-Man? Blah, 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 blah. And yes, I have been playing it. I'm actually 63% into the main story, but um, I've, I've actually stopped playing the main story um, to like do some of the um, side stuff um, and finish some of that off. Um, so it's going to be a while before I finish it. I'm not in a rush to finish it. Look here, I paid 60 bucks for the fucking game. Um, actually, no, I paid 70 bucks for the game. Well, technically 60 because uh, GameStop gives you those. I bought the physical copy, and GameStop gives you $5 free a month. So I, I, I literally, I, actually, I probably paid like 50 bucks for a game because I actually kept taking those $5 and adding it to the pre order. Um, it's like 50 bucks for the game, so I'm going to enjoy it because I, the, the, I, I don't, I, me personally, it's a whole other topic. This, is my, this isn't about Loki or anything else, but. Me personally, I don't understand the game plus mentality. Uh, one of my coworkers was telling me he was like, "Yo, it's just you starting the game over, but you're already leveled up." Cool. I play these games on super easy anyway. <laughs> so even though I'm getting my butt kicked on super easy, I'm not gonna raise a level just because I just, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it to myself. Um, so game plus doesn't mean anything for me unless they're adding like dlc to it which i've been told the rumor is that that's what they're doing they're adding a bunch of dlc apparently somebody well we won't get i'll do a whole show breaking all that down uh um let's give that a couple weeks because i know next week is the season finale of loki probably series finale of loki after that we're gonna do i'm still gonna see the marvels um to see if they because i have a feeling they set this up, this multiversal uh, tragedy to be happen with Loki at the same time as this for a reason, as in Marvel's for a reason. So I'm interested to see the, not necessarily the movie, but more of the post-game show of that. Um, so in a couple of weeks, I'll do a show, like on a Wednesday show, just breaking it down. It'll be like the end of November, I guess, or middle of November, excuse me. Um, as this will be the first Wednesday of November. Um... But so we'll we'll talk about that then. But anyways, uh, I still write some notes down. I won't get into all the way into it. But uh, yes, I will do a review of what I've done so far um, and what my thoughts are on it. Um, there was just a big reveal that I had that kind of saw coming, only because one it, one it was ruined for me. But even before, I was already thinking like, huh, I wonder if this is this. And then I was on YouTube. Wasn't, I was not, like, um, searching for it. I actually was watching a friend's video, music video, and supporting it. And 
all of a sudden in my recommendations, YouTube ruined it. So that was all on YouTube. But anyways, we're here to talk about a couple things. I, we're not going to start with Loki season uh, episode 5, season 2 yet. As many of you guys know, because this was a big topic for last week. As I'm recording this, it's Saturday of the previous week. Um, so it was this past week. But essentially, when you guys hear this, it will be last week. So, essentially, this Variety article came out and gave some information that I feel some was uh, fed to them by Marvel people. And some was probably fed to them by, you know, cast and cr- or crew or or production people, or whatever. Um, one thing about working in the entertainment field that I find very fascinating is you actually, like, when you ask questions like, hey, uh, how do these leaks get out? Like, I know exactly how these fucking leaks get out. Because um, <laughs> you, 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 you hear who's talking, and you hear the way they're talking and how they're talking, and then you see the, the verbiage that's used on TMZ, and it's like, oh, I know who fucking said that. <laughs> Sorry, I took a sip of propel. But, um, I have not read the full article. Um, I've only seen snippets of it. Essentially, what I want to talk about is how Marvel is planning to let Kang go as the big bad of the multiversal saga and enter Doom. And we're then going to also talk about bringing back the OG Avengers. That is Clint Barton. That is Natasha Romanoff. That is the Hulk, that is Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, and that is, uh, who's, who was the sixth one? I can't remember. We had we had Natasha, we had Hulk, we had Stark, we had Rogers, Hulk, Hawkeye. Who am I missing? Whatever, who cares? We, we, Thor. Um, that's what I was missing. Um, so, I guess I'm going to start there. So, for me personally... Um, I don't think it's a good look. Um, I, I've already kind of figured that at some point in time, Robert Downey Jr. would come back, but in more of an AI form to help out Riri Williams. Um, I kind of figured that was more of it. And by the way, as we, as I'm recording this, just the day before, uh, this, I, I dropped, I was just the day before I recorded this, Echo had, uh, the, the first trailer drop and all the episodes for Echo will be out. You see Wilson. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I've seen like the thumbnail of it, and you see Wilson Fisk with the the covered up eye from the gunshot, uh, which is comic book accurate actually. Um, I'm gonna watch it. I mean, I don't have any high hopes for it. Um, look, we haven't talked actually talked rumors in so long. I just you guys know I don't really care to do it, but I, I, I'll do it just because I think this is fascinating. This this part is fascinating. But anyways, back to what I want to talk about. Um, so here's my thing. I kind of already figured Stark would be back in that AI form, kind of like he did in the comic books after he died in Civil War II, I believe. Hulk had never left the MCU. So bringing him back makes no sense. He never left. We just saw him in She-Hulk last year. Um, and we just introduced to, we just introduced to his son with the bad hairline. So um, that was never like... He's never gone. Clinton Barton never left. Uh, Romanoff died. Thor never left. So, I don't know exactly what they're bringing back and how they're going to bring it back. I don't know exactly what that means. Um, and how can they bring it back without any of the gems, you know? So, I'm, I'm curious to see what creative juices Kevin Feige guys cooking up to make to, to make that happen. We we all know. Throwing a, dude, all you got to do is throw these people a boatload of money. They will do it. 
I know. I remember Robert Downey did an interview. And he said, "So when asked him, would you come back as Stark?" He said, "Well, that'd be kind of cheating, you guys, because you want me to put the jersey back." And the guy said, "Yes." And the interviewer just kept saying, "Yes, yes, yes." And Vice Stark, Vice uh, Downey Jr. was like, "I just started laughing." So fair enough. You don't. You want what you want. Um, I don't think anyone would mind it, but it makes no sense. Like to me, there's a bunch of fascinating characters. You still have Hulk flying, flying around, and now we also know how we could see Bruce Banner. And him, because we know he can make a, a machine on his arm that can keep him in human form. So, um, we we know that can happen. Thor never left. He's just been doing his own thing. Now he has now he has a, a daughter he's responsible for. So that's interesting. I think I still want to see what Sam Wilson's gonna do with fucking Captain America. He has no powers, just wings and a fucking shield. Steve Rogers had serum. I want to know what this Captain America is gonna do. You know, Bucky's still a very interesting character as well. Loki is doing his thing, having the best fucking show on Disney fucking Plus. Um, so I'm I'm interested in these characters here now. You know, um, so to bring these other ones back, I don't think it makes sense. You know, um, not to be the lead, but I always expected them not maybe not Natasha, but I always expected the rest of them to come back in some form or fashion. You know, so that's. They do that. That's that, that's gonna be interesting, and for a lot of people, it's gonna be exciting. But for a lot of other people, I think it's gonna be disappointing, especially for the people who have stuck it out with Marvel, who have watched all their shows, still gone to the movies despite the quality in some of them. I, I think it'll be disappointing in them. And also, to me, it's not fair to characters like Shang Chi, who had a very good first movie, very good. I've watched it several times. I watched it once in the theater, and I watched it twice on Disney Plus, and I can watch it again. Very entertaining. Very intriguing to know what, what those ten rings mean. So, like, I don't know. I just I feel like this is not fair to those characters. And you're undercutting yourself. You know, I was going to drop just a personal note. I was going to, most of you guys know, I've been announcing a new album. Well, my debut album. It's going to drop in November. I'm not going to drop it in November no more. This, I guess this is breaking news. I haven't told anyone else but someone else, but my manager. Issue 6 of Messina last month. Please go cop that if you haven't. And legitimately, I had so many people hitting me up about Messina 6 and how they were excited. I said, oh, I don't want to un- undercut myself. That's dumb. So I've just been, we've just been selling Messina 6. You know, now we're putting out the pre-orders for, uh, not pre-orders, we're putting out the the, the, uh, the, uh, the the announcement for who wants printing copies. So I'm sitting there, I'm just like, yo, this makes no sense. So it would make no sense for this company to do that either. Why toss Robert Downey $20 million for one movie if he's going to be a cameo? He is, you don't need him right now. Now, I thought the plan was to always have this big Secret Wars event where everybody literally comes back. I thought that was always the plan. So that that doesn't surprise me. Um, but, like, to have them come back to be, like, leaders and to take the, 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 the spotlight, I think that's dumb. I really do. And as far as the whole... Uh, what, was, what was the first point I said? Not, uh, as far as replacing Kang goes, I think Kang's been fine. Like, I don't have the hate for Mania that everyone else does. I really don't. The end was whack, but you could tell the end was completely redone. You could just tell it. I remember the first time I watched it, and you hear them, and they didn't. They, they should have taken the line out. All this editing they did clearly for this film, they didn't do. It's like when I watch Loki, it's a different quality because you could tell they put the time and effort into it. Quantum Mania was a rush job, which is embarrassing for Marvel, without a doubt. They they have to fucking own that, right? However, Quantum Mania. You could just tell. At one point in time in the movie, uh, the daughter says, 
yeah, there's no way we can go back. And she she reopens the portal. It made no it made no sense. Just said movies and way to go back. Now you can go back? It's not a thing. It was a complete rush job. You could just tell. Um But the the ending was definitely and even then like the ending was just you could just tell. And even by the way they edited uh Jonathan Majors to go down into that whatever that black hole was, it looked corny because it they didn't know what else to do. They were trapped. They they wanted and actually now we'll give you guys a disclaimer. Around this time last year, I actually read um, an article. I don't remember who it was. It was oh, on Instagram. Crazy as that is, it was an article from an insider who had broken some news before about th- what was going to happen in Quantum Mania. So I already knew what was going to happen in Quantum. And most of us knew what was going to happen. And then you see how it played out. Now I don't know why it played out that way because this is before the reception. You got to remember. Ant-Man opened with a very strong opening. It was the strongest opening of any Ant-Man movie. They should have kept the ending. I, I there's a book called the the Reign of uh, the of Marvel Studios. I have the audio book. I have not started listening to it yet. It's like it's gonna be 17 hours. I'm gonna find time to listen to that fucking book. Um, but I'm looking forward to reading that. I, I, and, and I know they're pushing it heavy right now. Um, but I think this was a lot of interference from corporate people. I really do. Um, there's no way you can tell me differently. That it wasn't interference. I just don't... I won't believe it. Because um, it's just too weird. It's way too fucking weird. You know? Um, but as far as replacing Kang... And, and look, Jonathan Majors has his own thing going on. He's He hasn't been proven guilty of anything. And to my knowledge, the woman has now been charged. That's the whole shit show they got going on right there. He's played this character wonderfully. Whether it was He Who Remains, whether it was Kang the Conqueror, whether it was Victor Timely, his his portrayal of each character is with A+. If he did what he did, then you should probably remove him, and he probably needs to do a vlog repenting and blah, 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 and look here, this is none of my business, and whatever, right? If he didn't, then you should probably, you should definitely keep Kang around, because his, his association with the Loki show has been fantastic. That can translate, though. Especially now, and we're going to talk about this when we review episode 5, especially with what we now know Loki can do, which gives Loki a scary power, which makes me wonder a bunch of things. Um, But I I, I feel like to throw Doctor Doom just in here, it it makes no sense. To me, his association starts with Fantastic Four, then expands. We don't need to see another Fantastic Four movie with an origin story. We've seen that twice now. But we could still see them. It just makes no sense. Now, we already know from what they told us. This doesn't, this, I'm sure this might change too. The Fantastic Four movie was supposed to be a period piece where it starts in the 1960s. And then whatever happens to the characters, they end up in the modern times. And that includes Ron Doom. So, I'm curious to see now how that changes that. But I can't imagine Doom just coming in. No, Because no, no one's going to know who the fuck he is except for the Fantastic Four at first. The same way, like, to me, the Fantastic Four are, they are the bridge. Characters like Silver Surfer, Galactus, Doom. The same way it would make no sense just to have Magneto around. It makes no fucking sense. Like, you, you, you get what I'm saying? So, my thought on that is that's a, that's that's not a good move either. But, you know, they, they I assume they, they feel like they have to stop the bleeding. And look here, Marvels are gonna, the Marvels, it's going to bomb. The Marvels is going to bomb hard. 
I still think they're setting up with, with what we just seen out of Loki. I think they can have a great 2024. So far, this year has been bad for them. They're not batting such a good average. Guardians of the Galaxy was a massive hit. I thought that was a fantastic film. It was definitely the best uh, Guardians of the Galaxy film they've, they've ever done. It's definitely top 10, top 10 Marvel film. And now Loki is just... I thought episode 5 would be filler. It was anything but filler. It was classic, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a good... I don't think either one of those are good ideas. But either way, I, I'm going to still read the full Variety article. I think it's a fantastic thing. I mean, I an mean, interesting thing. Fascinating thing is what I was looking for, not fantastic. I think it's a fascinating thing. It's just, you know, like, where do you... Where do you go from here? They have a lot on their plate. And I, I think the Marvels is going to make a lot of people nervous. But let's move on. Uh, let's, you're here to listen to about, about Loki. That's what you're here listening to. So we have Loki, Season 2, Episode 5. I thought for sure this would be like a filler episode, something slow-paced to get us to the final uh, final one, final episode. It was anything but. It moved fast. Um, uh, so many questions. Uh, I, I left this episode saying, that's how you have a penultimate episode. That's how you... This, this, this season has been paced freaking fantastic. This can be... This season... You know what I find funny about season twos? I, I said this before. Season, season twos, I feel like people just feel more comfortable with the characters when they write them. And they take more chances. And they do things they probably wouldn't do. Like To me, I will always go to season two of Arrow. You've seen the build-up. And it was, it was 24 episodes... But you've seen the buildup of Slade Wilson becoming Deathstroke, the jealousy, the envy, the, the anger in his eyes. I had to see every second to realize how much he hated, and you've seen the struggle from Oliver Queen. That's just the greatest. I just when I look at season twos, I start analyzing them from, from that perspective and seeing it. I've seen a lot of other seasons where like writers just take chances. Wow, because you, you can still season two up until season three, I think, still throw things at the wall and see if they stick. But this, just right, every this. To me, this is what you get when you take time and care. This is what you get. So, the episode starts where everyone is divided. And Loki begins time slipping again. Loki's by himself. And Loki's time slipping again. And Loki's like, really? And then you end up seeing Loki slip and see himself to say hello. But he time slips again. So he doesn't actually interact with himself. We saw this, actually, I think in episode one. I think we saw... um, this this that particular scene um and anyways we end up seeing casey who's in san francisco he's in alcatraz breaking out of jail mobius is selling uh jet skis um ob is uh trying to sell his own book to people and uh, and stuff like that uh b15 is a doctor uh sylvie still works at mcdonald's uh we'll get to sylvie in a moment but essentially uh loki's time slipping in the first I want to say first few minutes, he time slips and he's only really dealing with himself. So he's not fully understanding what's going on. But really it's taking him, it's showing him, you're doing this to yourself. You're putting yourself back in certain places. But he's not getting it, you know. And so time slips to Casey. Casey's working around jail with two other guys. And he time slips away when Casey doesn't believe him. Casey doesn't think that's his name. And then, because they're, they're actually living their time, they're actually living their lives on the branch timeline now. It's not the sacred timeline. They make it clear every time you go somewhere with Loki and you're following him on this journey, it's not on the sacred timeline. All these are branch timelines. Remember that, okay? So um, he reaches out to Casey. Casey doesn't know who he is, so he 
He time slips. Ob, oh, um, excuse me. B fifteen doesn't see him at first. She sees him like time slip, but she's he doesn't get a chance to talk to her. Um, Ob after being rejected for selling his book, he legitimately is the only one that believes Loki, and Loki just so have happened to have grabbed the TVA book, and so um, he hands it to Ob and says, "Hey, you wrote this book." So now he's giving. A branch character, the knowledge that he what he what he did, and Obi's already thinking he's already a genius. So he's already written stuff, and so he's thinking like, oh, I wrote this and everything like that. So, anyways, he gets through the Mobius, and he and Mobius sees uh, Mobius just thinks he's trying to hurt him, but he's not. And so all of a sudden, Obi comes to a, and he had and. Loki looks at him and says, that was fast. He says, fast? It took me 19 months. My wife left me. I have nowhere to live. So time is still passing. And 19 months have passed, which is very, that's very, very specific. You know, I thought that was interesting. How much time had passed from, from him time slipping. And so he created it. And so they went through a portal. And so Mobius is hesitant to leave because he says, my kids. And he says, well, Loki says, well, your kids are in danger. These timelines are going to die. And he goes back to the moment, takes Mobius back to the moment where they met at, in front of his house. And just to show him how real it is. And so I was like, wow, that's interesting. So he has always explained to Mobius. So now he has a big triumphant music. And you have him going to uh, Casey. This is going to sound strange. We have him, You have him going to um, B-15. And he's getting everybody's auras together that were in the room. The rumor has it. Jonathan Majors was in three episodes of this season. He's only been in two so far. I'm assuming he's going to be in this last episode. So if I'm not mistaken, he's only been in two. Because episode two, three, and four, yeah. I believe that these are episodes he's been in. So No, he's been in, I think, only episodes three and four. So he still has one more episode to go. So I'm assuming we're going to see whatever we're going to see next week uh, is going to be bonkers. Because, yeah, I wonder... Anyways... Over here now, overthinking and, and booking in my head. But essentially, when he goes to get Sylvie, he's like, he's, he's about to talk to her. He's like, you may not know me. And Sylvie knows exactly who he is. And it's funny because right before Loki shows up, Sylvie has food. She still works at McDonald's. And the food disappears. But, Loki, but, but Sylvie isn't thinking anything about it. And so Loki comes in and she knows exactly who Loki is. She remembers everything that happened no one else remembers now i'm going to assume we didn't see this on screen but i'm assuming as the white screen was coming towards loki's face remember she has uh he who remains tempad so she just went to her timeline that she wanted to be on so they're at a bar sylvie's made a life and they have a conversation sylvie and loki have a conversation and he says you're being selfish and she says well what do you want she says i want my friends back and she said, well, we're both selfish. They are living the lives they're meant to live. The fact that Casey's a criminal is fucking hilarious. But anyways, um, so it sends Loki back to uh, the branch timeline he was on with Obi and says, hey, you guys can go home because, you know, I was being selfish. You guys should live the lives you're meant to live. And because if you remember early in the season, Mobius said he was okay with living the life he lived. He didn't want to see it because if it was good, then it was going to be too good. You know, for, for for lack of a better word. But anyways, um, as this happens, now Sylvie goes to a record store. The character who is the owner of the record store, 
he looks so familiar. I can't place him. And bef- and the thing is, before I, I... The only reviews I listen to of these episodes to see if I might have missed something are new rock stars, Eric Voss, and Guy Ryan from Screen Crush. I find them... Uh, the, the product placement's a little annoying, but you gotta make money, right? Otherwise, I find them to be the ones that... If I miss something, I, they... they they're ones that could pick it up, but usually I tend to pick up what they pick up. But they, but their their enthusiasm for breakdowns is amazing. I, I want to get there one day. Anyways, um, I'm sure after if I watch, I, I don't watch their stuff before I talk about my stuff, because then their stuff might get in my head. So I don't actually listen to anything before I record my shit. Um, the same way, like the only person I listen to as far as wrestling podcasts goes, is probably Solid Monster Sounds Off every now and then. But like before I record my podcast, I never listen to his podcast. So I'm, I may go five or six episodes of his podcast I have, I'm behind on, or I think, I, I think I'm at the point where I'm like, like 10 episodes behind. But like I don't listen because if I have a pain or something, and because we had the, the month of October we had where I was just kind of just doing different ep- uh, shows and uh, branching out and stuff, I just don't. So I have my own thoughts on it. Anyways, um, so the record store owner, uh, she's made a life, you know. All of a sudden, her, that branch timeline starts becoming spaghettified. And essentially, it's just like it's, a, it's like the snap all over again. Everything's disappearing. So Sylvie hits her ten pack and gets out of it. So Sylvie comes in right as Loki's given up, say, "No, no, we need everyone's aura still because the branch timelines are dying. Everything's dying." So we see everybody getting spaghettified. Essentially, it's the snap literally all over again. Eerie as fuck. And at first, Sylvie's like, "There's nowhere else to go." She, so that lets me know, it lets us know, she's probably used that Tim pad to go all around the universe. And now she has to, has had to come to the conclusion that we do need the TVA. We do need a he who remains in, in, in charge of it. And so she gets spaghettified. Well, Loki is now grabbing at strings. The same way Sylvie, like uh, the record store guy, was like, Sylvie. And like he was getting spaghettified and reaching out for her hand. And he got spaghettified or whatever. I know I don't think it's a word, but whatever. And so all of a sudden, the same thing's happening with her and Loki, and Loki's reaching for her, and he's now he's just stuck in time. And my first thought when I saw this scene was, "Holy crap! On a cracker, Batman! They're about to end this episode like this. Holy, what a way to end it!" But but then he time slipped, <laughs> and I was like, oh, a big sigh of relief came over my soul. I was like. You know, um, and so now he realizes because he keeps time slipping again. I think that I think he time slips like three times. Now he realizes what it is and what he needs to do. So he time slips right back to the exact moment where Sylvie came in, and he looked at Obi and said, "I know what it is. It's not the who, the what, the why. It's the, it's the where." And then it's big once again triumphant music, and you have Loki <sighs> taking a deep breath. And he goes back to that exact moment right before he who remains dies. That's the way to end the fucking episode. That is the way to end the penultimate episode. Um, the writing for this season spectacular. Um, like I said, I don't know if they can stick the landing. They still have one episode to go. I do believe they will stick the landing. If I'm just being, I'm just, I'm just being 100% real with you guys. I truly believe they're gonna stick this landing. So. What does this mean? There's been a lot of theories out there that Loki is going to be the ultimate villain again. 
he's going to be in that he was the one that did this to him. He did this to get to where he needed to be to become he who remains. Um, that's interesting theory. I know that. I, so I don't know what it is. I know one thing, though. Next Thursday, I am not getting next Thursday to next Friday. I'm probably going to watch uh, the series finale on my phone uh, when I'm at work. I am not I am not getting anything near online. Absolutely not. If they can stick this landing, it will be their greatest show of all time. Their greatest season of all time of their early, early Disney Plus show. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I Look here, every episode has been a winner. I'm actually going to, um, probably over Thanksgiving break, uh, I'm probably going to rewatch literally all of uh, this season at, at once, though. Because uh, I'm just... But anyways, that is your show for this week. You guys... Like, subscribe, comment. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. This is I See Things a Little Differently. I am the Slow Chemical, and I'm out.